We have so much to talk about. We have so much to laugh about. All here on Pinkly. Hey guys, I'm Cindy Hansen. I'm a Southern rock singer-songwriter, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. On the next Michael Finkley. Grammy-nominated producer, songwriter, and engineer, Rocky Bird is with us. Next Finkley. Next. Welcome to Michael Finkley Show. Thanks for joining us today. Y'all had a great opportunity yesterday. I was able to present on behalf of Michael Sultan Firm, the Finkley Experience, at the fifth annual Men of Color National Summit at Clemson University, right here in South Carolina. Um, again, this has been happening for the past five years, and I was blessed enough to go as a participant for four of those years. And so, um, I'm sorry, three of those years, because I skipped a year. Uh, so the fourth year of me attending this awesome conference, uh, I was able to present on college and career readiness, preparing high school students and college students for their college and career endeavors. It was an awesome time. Now, if you have not heard of this conference before, it's, it's an empowerment conference where they invite different influential men of color and they motivate and inspire the next generation of men of color, ranging from middle school to high school, elementary school, all the way up to college, even us professionals as well. So thank you so much, Clemson, for the opportunity to present at this awesome conference. I hope to do it again next year. Thank you so much. Y'all, another awesome guest today. Y'all, we are talking with Grammy-nominated producer, songwriter, engineer. His name is Rocky Bird. Rocky's with us, and he talks about his fantastic time within the industry and what he plans to do next. So, y'all, don't you go away. Another awesome show. Back in a moment. <laughs> next, we have Rocky Bird with us. Don't you go away. Back in a moment. beautiful people i am character brown your life coach and relationship expert and you are tuned in right now to the michael finkley show don't miss it hello everybody it's finkley from the finkley experience we're an educational consulting firm that specializes in first generation education so we assist students with their college and career endeavors we train school administrators on the state of first generation students and also we partner with colleges and universities to assist their first generation population for easy transition from high school to college so if you're looking for a presenter or a speaker that presents on these topics and so much more visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com and learn about all that we do we're looking forward to working with you keeping your skin flawless and clean is important and I have the products just for you. Welcome to Mimi's Natural Pantry, where she specializes in homemade handcrafts, including rye and goat milk soaps, body butters, and sugar scrubs. All items are handmade products. All items have simple ingredients and are vegan friendly. In a world where you can barely pronounce many of the ingredients in your everyday products, Mimi's Back to Nature offers an alternative choice for those who are ready to get back into nature. 
ready to order, visit their website at ninisnaturalpantry.com. All orders over $50 have free shipping up to 25 pounds. Everybody, welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, y'all, my next guest, he is a Grammy-nominated producer, musician, songwriter, and the list goes on and on and on and on. But we're going to talk about it more. He is none other than Rocky Bird. Rocky, thank you for being with us today. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Oh, I'm excited because I did some, I did some research on you and talking mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, reading and we're just going to dive right into it. So I love the quote. I think that this fits your personality, but correct me if I'm wrong. I love the okay. quote that says, work hard in silence um, and your success will be your noise. Do you believe in that? Um, I truly do. With the way things are right now in society, um, you tend to have a lot of people that will uh, downplay your success. You tend to have a lot of people that will hate on you, talk behind your back and that sort of thing. So, you know, I've always been a true believer of moving in silence, but also at the same time, like I will never, um, hide my success. I'll never downplay any of the things that I've done. You know, if I get a new plaque in the mail, I'm putting it up on Facebook, I'm putting it up on Instagram, um, that sort of thing. I won't shove my success in people's faces. Um, I definitely try to stay humble, but uh, I do uh, 110% believe in in moving in silence for sure and letting your work and your work quality and your ethic uh, speak for itself and speak for you. Yeah, and your work ethic and your works do speak for you, sir. They definitely do. So let's talk about way back when, right? Let's go all the way back. Brandon, how is Brandon different than Rocky? Um, Brandon probably left me in high school. Um, I can't get rid of that name. I haven't changed it. Um, Brandon and Rocky are somewhat similar. Um, I will say that much. I think that Rocky is a little bit more outgoing. Um, Rocky has a a different game face than Brandon does for sure. And I feel like Rocky commands a little bit more respect than Brandon does. Um, at the same time, while while both being humble, for sure. But uh, there's an, enough of a difference between the two that I can turn them both off. They haven't, you know, one hasn't taken over the other. That's for sure. I gotcha. And right. when were you first introduced to music? Back in Missouri, when were you re- um, re- just music, music, music? When did that become part of your life? <clears throat> um, excuse me. So... My dad was an R&B and soul singer. I mean, he played the guitar. Uh, he played the clarinet in like middle school and high school and marching band and all that stuff. So I want to say, I mean, it was it was very early, very, very, very early. Um, my sister played the clarinet in high school. My dad played the clarinet in high school. So, you know, my brother was the, the, the sports guy with baseball and wrestling and running track and all of those things. So I kind of picked up on the music as well. So I inevitably ended up playing uh, the clarinet in middle school. So, you know, back then it was either band or home ec. And so I, I chose band over, over baking cookies and, and learning how to sew. And so, I mean, I, I want to say 
11, 12 or so. I started playing the guitar when I was nine as well. So it was just one of those things that kind of transferred into uh, itself. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what kind of transferring power you have? Because, again, you have been so successful and you're doing. At what point did you realize, you know what, I'm kind of good at this whole writing, producing, singing type of ministry, right? Um, yeah, um, I want to say probably 14 or 15, I saved up. Um, I was actually busting tables, which is about the only thing that I could do when my parents signed off on their little work release thing. And, and uh, when, <laughs> you know, when you're that age and I saved up enough money and I bought my first um, sequencer. So, I mean, it was a Korg XP60, I believe. So it was like the first synthesizer that had the function on it where you could make loops and then chain the loops together and make beats and stuff. So I want to say 14 or 15. The one thing that got me hooked was um, like the first uh, Neptune's beat that I heard for a group called 702. And the name of the song was called Star. And I mean, from that, I, I was hooked between 702 and Babyface and Usher and Justin Timberlake and NSYNC and all these people that the Neptunes were producing for in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. That's what really hooked me into the whole like music production thing. So I started making beats, but I had, you know, no idea what I was doing, no no direction. And it and it took me hearing the first Neptune beats from Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo to really like secure that to secure that that mode of mine into music production. Gotcha. Um, and you've worked with some awesome artists down through the years as well since your beginnings. Um, uh -huh. Fam, tell Think Fam um, some of those artists and some of those, even though some of those songs that you contribute to. Um, man, I've produced for T Pain, uh, Nicki Minaj. One of the songs was called um, Tonight. Actually, the, the initial song was called Hot Fire, and it was a song with her and a universal um, overseas artist named Natalia Domini. And when I got the opportunity to do that, it was a situation where um, her A&R had reached out to me because they wanted to bring the song from overseas to the U.S., but the music sonically just didn't fit if, you know, with, without having a, a better way to put it. So when they came to the U.S. with the song, they wanted it produced by another U.S. producer that could fulfill the 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 current like sound, basically. So, I mean, they sent me over the stems. I had never heard the original song before, but I just I listened to it. And I'm not going to say I have perfect pitch by by any means, but I could hear the song and hear her singing and be like, OK, well, she's singing an E flat. So then I started, you know playing this like playing an E flat progression and it just built the rest of the song. Like the rest of the song just kind of wrote itself um, musically because of the lyrics and the verses and everything was there. I just had to come up with my part, which was the music at the time. So I went from that to um, love produced for Lil Boosie. I produced for young jock. Um, I produced for a whole bunch of people. I was definitely, definitely gracious to, play guitars on Britney Spears' song, Toxic, um, which was in 2000 and, 
maybe eight, 2009. Um, I did not produce that song, but uh, working with another producer, they did, back in the day, record labels used to put out what they call samplers. And what they would do is they would go get like remix DJs and stuff like that to um, remix like the current radio versions of the song. So something happened and the producer lost the original guitar session files. And he literally called me. He was like, hey, Rocky. Uh, he was like, you play guitar, right? And I was like, yeah. And sure enough, I mean, he asked me what I would charge to play. And I wasn't going to charge him anything. And I'd be dang if it wasn't five minutes and I had the most money I had seen in a long time in my PayPal. And all I had to do was was go back and, and play the original guitar version, like lick for lick, note for note. And and then my name was stamped on a Britney Spears record as a guitar player. So, I mean, it's it's nuts. But I, it, I, I said the same exact. I couldn't believe it. It was unreal. It was unreal. Um you know, and it's it's still unreal to me this day that I could be, you know, 15, 16 year old kid making beats in his mom and dad's basement. And, you know, 15 some odd years later, you know, have, have lived in Los Angeles and, you know, got Grammy nominations and been to the BET Awards and the Grammys and been on red carpets. That sort of thing just doesn't happen to any and everybody. So, I mean, you kind of just step back and enjoy it while you're in the moment and just make sure that you never forget those memories. Definitely. Living in the moment, right? Living. Of course. Of course. Enjoying the moment too. Not only living it, but enjoying the moment as I know that you do. So within the different artists you work with, again, your resume is extensive, <clears throat> providing vocals and, you know, playing instruments and producing. Which do you like doing the best or does it, is it a combination of all? Um, to be completely honest, I think for me, being um, a producer is probably the best hat. You know, I might be a strong writer. I might be a great guitar player. I might be an awesome engineer. But my heart will always and has always lied with production because that's where I am the most creative. And, I, you know, I've played in plenty of bands and stuff like that, but I get gunshot real quick i get stage fright so so easily um and i don't know what it is about not having to say anything but just working and working under you know um a crunch for me but for me production is where it's at for sure you know i can relate to you on that too you know when i'm in a bind right it could be mm -hmm. the hour i'm at my hardest I'm at my best. Trucking, trucking, yep. Um, in that, so I definitely relate to you in that. But not only do you thrive within the music realm, but you're an educated man as well. You went to college for mass communications. How did your education assist you in what you do today? Um, so the mass communications thing, I didn't really fare me all that well. I mean, I guess the fact that I can talk to anybody about anything. I mean, you know. A grandmother about her grandchildren or, you know, the little kid that, you know, got a lollipop after his first haircut. I mean, I can I can talk to anybody about anything, um, including you, apparently. Um, <laughs> but uh, the one thing that that helped me more than the mass communications as far as um, my education would be uh, 
the <clears throat> education that I got from my first degree, which was in music performance and education, where I, st I studied classical guitar and I studied percussion as well. So all of the, the, you know, um, ear training and, and all of that stuff, that's what's fared me well um, in my career more so than the degree in mass communications. Mass communications just mean you can listen and it means you can talk. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's not too much more than that, but definitely um, all the composition classes and things that I've taken have definitely helped me as a music producer. Um, you know, not only can I tell the runner to, you know, if I'm working on a pop song or something like that and somebody says, oh, I think it needs guitar. OK, well, go hand me a guitar out of the live room and I can record it myself or. <clears throat> If they want to bring in a studio musician, whether it's a drummer, a bass player, a sax player, another guitar player, um, I can then in turn, when they get there, tell them, hey, look, I want you to play in between this. I want you to hit on the one with this, uh, you know, the records in B flat major. So stay within B flat, you know, E sharp and C. So, you know, having all of those music theory aspects and stuff like that, that I learned in college and high school, that's what helps me the most being a, a music producer. Again, it shows, sir. It shows, it shows, it shows. I appreciate so, it. I definitely uh, appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. We have to give honor where honors due. Definitely. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thanks you know, again. You're welcome. So a little birdie told me that you once worked for Rock Nation. Um, I did. I did. I was a staff producer at Rock Nation. So I was not DJ Mustard. I wasn't you know, Pharrell, I wasn't Dr. Dre. I was the guy that would reproduce the songs that were brought in by other artists. So if an artist got a record deal and the song was done by a producer and the record label decided to buy the producer off of the track, you know, give them 10, 10 grand and then the record label then owns the track. So I would be the guy that that artist would then come back in and then the songs would get redone or they would get added to or things would get taken away without, you know, fear of being sued for, you know, theft or anything like that, because they had already paid the person, paid the other producer to take his name off of the song. So then they could do with it at will what they wanted to. Um, but that whole situation was amazing. I got to work with some amazing writers. I got to work with Bridget Kelly, who I am very, very fond of. Um, she is a beautiful woman, I will say that. So Bridget is an amazing writer as well. So a lot of the things that I did at Rock Nation, I was still able to get placements with artists on Rock Nation's roster, with other artists on other record labels rosters as well. That was the one thing, like they didn't confine me to just Rock Nation, but it granted me access to the other artists and it granted me access to the other producers and, and writers as well on Rock Nation's roster. The people that you saw on TV and the people that you didn't see on TV. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and again, your resume just continues to grow by the moment. You have a unique style. If, you, if you're producing, if you're providing um, instrumentals, if you're providing vocals, all of that engineering, all that, it, it's you, Rocky, it's your unique style. Why do you think it is. still continue to seek you out? Um, because I'm always, I've always been a big believer in being a student of your craft. I know it is cliche to say, 
but at the same time, it's probably one of the best things that you can do. And it doesn't matter if you're a talk show host, if you're a music producer, if you're a burger flipper, if you're, you know, anything that has to do with um, putting a product out for public consumption, you need to be able to soak all the education. You need to stay current, you know, take bits and pieces from different places, different people and things like that. And the style that I have now is a combination of, of all the people that I've met, all the people that I've worked with, all the music that I've heard, um, you know, just a combination of everything. So that's what makes me me. Yes, you know, Brandon is Brandon and Rocky is Rocky, but Rocky has met a lot of people over the years and just gathered different things from, from everyone. And that's what gives me my unique sound. I love it because, again, at the end of the day, you're standing the test of time. They're always after you. Always. I, I sure hope so. You know, yeah. I want to be a Quincy Jones. I want to be, you know, Pharrell Williams. Mm -hmm. I want to be, um, you know, all these people that have been able to do that and, and stand mm -hmm. the test of time. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if Quincy Jones was was able to, in his age right now, produce records he would not be an icon because he would still be current you know what i mean people love his his um his demeanor his sound his knowledge i mean just everything about him and the same thing with pharrell williams i mean from you know 90s until now you've seen producers be one hit wonders and come out and fall off and 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 never come back you know what i mean um but Decade after decade after decade after decade. I mean, the people that were current back then that are still current now, they're there and they're current. They're here for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if it if it wasn't for, you know, you know, Michael Jackson's produce. I mean, Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. But I mean, the people behind Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. Barry Gordy and all these people, those are the ones that that make these artists um is as big as they are i mean you can't take away from anybody's ability to perform anybody's ability to write but it's like you know an artist needs songs and songs need producers and if there if it wasn't for us th those things would never come to fruition you know definitely true my friend definitely yep. true so continue to do what you do because you're doing a good job with it you're doing a really I, good I will do my best <laughs> I'll definitely do my best. Love it. What are you currently working on now, Rocky? Um, right now I'm working with an artist named Brittany Dixon, who is kind of a <laughs> yes. yeah country artist, um, country R&B kind of like crossover. Mm -hmm. Um, I am working on the soundtrack for a movie called uh, Yasuke or Yasuki, whichever way you want to pronounce it, okay. which is um the first uh like african samurai if you will okay uh, yeah. yeah blew my mind too so the project was brought to me i had no idea who he was but i definitely went back and, and did my research for sure mm -hmm. um and so it's a, a great project um it's going to be a great movie i've worked with this writer and this director before in the past on other film projects so um i know what he's like which you know, means I know what to expect and I know what's expected of me. And he's come back to me threefold after the first time, because this is the fourth one. This is the fourth movie that I've done for him. So um, I'm working on that. 
and that's about it. I mean, there, there's a long list of independent artists and things like that around here, um, but the the list is too long to to go through. But those are the those are the big things that I'm working on right now, for sure. Gotcha. Just staying busy, I see. Uh, I have to. That is what pays the bill, sir. That part. <laughs> well, what yeah. is I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it I'm at all. That's, that's the other thing. You know, producing for artists is is amazing, but you know, to have your your hands in every possible pot. You know, TV, film, video games, commercials, um, just all sorts of stuff. Which, and I, I've done all of those things in that list. So, you know, the one thing I will say is that being a music producer doesn't just mean you're pointing and clicking on Fruity Loops mm -hmm. anymore. Um, you know, there's a difference between a, a beat maker and, and a producer. You know, a producer can go into a studio with an artist and have nothing, no skin, no bones, no lyrics, no nothing, and come out with a full song, a full record, mm -hmm. you know. Um, which is one thing that I'm definitely good at. So I will say this to say that, that, um, you know, being able to keep myself busy, as you mentioned before, it is a lot harder than you think. But if, you know, like I said, if you immerse yourself in, in different things, uh, you can usually stay, you can usually stay afloat. Yeah. You're doing more than staying afloat. <laughs> I'm on cloud nine as far as that's concerned. Because you're doing what you love, and that makes the difference. That's the key. That's the key the right there. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. That's the key, doing what I love, yeah, which in turn makes it easy, and which in turn makes it fun. Yeah, so it's not like you're working. Yeah, not right now, but I, but I, but I am, yes, sir. That part. Yeah. How can the thing fail find you on social media? Um, okay, so my Instagram is Blackbird Music. That's B L A C Q U E, which is the, the fancy way of spelling black French. Um, and my last name, B Y R D in the word music. And that's the that's the biggest platform that I'm on right now is is uh Instagram. So again, it is B L A C Q U E B Y R D M U S I C. All right. You heard it here, Fink fam. Y'all, it's Rocky. Rocky, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate you, Hey, you're you, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks you for are, having me. You are very, very welcome. You got to come back again, too. You have to I would love to. I would love to. Yes, sir. Next time, we want to see face-to-face. That's how we do it. Deal. Deal. All right. I look forward to it. All right, Fink fam, don't you go away. Back in a moment. Everybody, this is Anthony Dalton II. I play Calvin Rodney on Tyler Perry's number one show, Sisters on BET, and you're watching the Michael Finkley Show. Colors. What the? Mm. Mm. Oh God. Mm. Mm. This one. Yeah, right, Marine. So I guess we don't stand for colors, huh? I'm sorry, sorry. I, I was starving. What was you eating on anyway? Let me put you on. This that Lucy's hoopie pie. Okay. Okay, okay. Hey, but uh, before you go, Marine, what, what can I get me one of those? Oh, at all the Super Target locations, Sergeant. Okay. And where can you get your chart sheet at in the morning? On your desk.
As long as we track. School districts, organizations, nonprofits. Are you in search of a new promotional products company? Seeger's Promotional Products is a black-owned national company with over 780,000 products to choose from. Compared to other promotional products companies, they have the lowest prices in the industry. From pens, bags, shirts, they got you covered. They always remember that you are the customer and you come first. They always promise fast production and also fast delivery. With Seeger's Promotional Products Company, you truly have the best. Check out their website at SeegersPromotions.com and also on Facebook and LinkedIn. And tell them Finkley sent you. Everybody, welcome back to the show. I hope that you learned something from our guest today. Thank you so much, Rocky, for being with us and just tell us your story and your words. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkley Show. Ring that bell for notification. We'll see an email saying, hey, new content's uploaded. Please listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for more information about what we do here on the show, visit us. Visit our website, michaelfinkleyshow.com. Of course, U42. Visit us at u42.com and watch our content there with some exclusive things coming your way, I promise you. Thank you so much for watching, and guess what? We'll see you next time. Have a good one.